sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter, Poos. Hey. Hi. Rio and Yvonne, and today is the day. We have a very special guest, Dr. Sharon Thompson, is here Hi. with us. Woo! We've been waiting for this day. For this day. <laughs> and Dr. Thompson is with Central Phoenix OBGYN. So, can you guess what we're going to be talking about today? Fun stuff. <laughs> things that no one else talks about. Right. Women's health, some of the things that we have on the table for discussion today, I want to kind of just run down them a little bit and let you know if you're listening that this conversation, though, it won't be, how do you want to say it, Rio? It's, it's not raunchy. It, we're not We're not talking Sometimes about this stuff to be um, scandalous or scintillating. sexual or yeah. we're not trying to, you know, make it a big deal, I guess. It's very factual, very natural, very... It is what it is, and yeah. that's kind of the whole point of this, is to, is to make it not so stigmatized. And so scary, too. So some of the things we'll get into will be things like health literacy, uh, miscarriage, pregnancy, birth control, intercourse, body image, and, and how to bring up these hard topics with people that can help and guide you. Right. Did I give a good rundown? Yeah, I don't even know where to begin though, because we were having some discussion during planning, right. and it kind of just blew up. Like, you mentioned one thing, and it's just, we don't shut <laughs> up for like, other things. <laughs> we don't take a breath for like 20 minutes about something. So the first thing on that, I think, was health literacy. Mm-hmm. And this came up um, with Yvonne, try, I guess basically trying to figure out how to ask the right questions, and just kind of like, I don't know, right. your opinion, doctor, on on how to get the correct information because I feel like a lot of times young girls are misled by either their doctors, physicians, or or parents or whatever. So I don't know, just tips on where to go and what to ask, essentially. Yeah, that's a great question, and um, it is hard. It is hard to figure out who is going to give you reliable information and where to get reliable information. Mm-hmm. I think it's great when girls, women, boys have parents who they can talk to, mm-hmm. because parents are a great advocate. They've been there. Mm-hmm. They've all had sex. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, I know parents, believe it or not, yeah, as much as you try to hide have. it. <laughs> yeah. So they can be good guides when they're available, but all too often parents feel very uncomfortable talking to their kids about sex, and they use avoidance as a teaching mm-hmm. tool, mm-hmm. which is not a good one, mm-hmm. right? And studies show that contrary to parents' worries, when you talk to your kids about sex, they're less likely to have sex, and when they do, they're more likely to do it responsibly. Right. Mm-hmm. This has been demonstrated in studies. Study after study after study, but well, yet so many parents worry about it. Our own personal study. I mm-hmm. feel like right. I was one of the last people out of my friend groups to engage in sexual activity, and that's because mom and I, from the very beginning, had very open conversation. Right. And I wasn't curious. Mm-mm. You know, like Absolutely. I wasn't scared of it, so I didn't let anyone pressure me into mm-hmm. it because right. I knew what it was and I knew the consequences. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wasn't it wasn't like I needed to experiment with it because she had told me enough stories that I kind of already knew the ropes without even ever doing it. You know, I kind of knew that there's going to be an emotional attachment. I know that, you know, you really want to trust your partner before you get into it because once you do it, there's no going back, Mm -hmm. especially the first person. 
I don't know, I wasn't afraid. So I never found the need to go out and like, and test the waters, you know, because I already like heard about what the waters were like. (laughs) You had at home comprehensive sex education, Mm -hmm. which so many young people don't get. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, with the advent of the internet, which Mm -hmm. is fantastic in some ways and horrible (laughs) in other ways, but there's some great information, great information sources on the internet that we can all access because we all these days have little computers in our pockets Mm -hmm. and we can look for information. Um, so there's some great websites, and I have a few here. Um, Scarlet Teen, which people might have heard about. It's a little wordy, but mm-hmm. it, it's accurate, and right. it's written for teens, so there's good information there. Um, let's see. Sex Etc. S-E-X-E-T-C dot mm-hmm. O-R-G is a great website um, where, you know, you can access on your own. Planned Parenthood has great mm-hmm. information right. for teens. Very accessible. Lots of videos. Um and all these are very factual. Um, but deal with also some of the things that you mentioned, Rio, mm-hmm. about emotional attachment and mm-hmm. intimacy and decision-making mm-hmm. and consequences. And so the Internet has been fantastic for young people right. who previously might have had to rely on adults as gatekeepers mm-hmm. to their information. Right. Or to rely on other teens. (laughs) (laughs) Right, who the information is easy to get to, but it might not be that great. Mm -hmm. Right? So the internet can be a great Mm -hmm. source. It's just you have to know where to go. And some of these websites can be really, really phenomenal. Other sources, um, teachers are limited in what they can tell you, but Mm -hmm. where they can, they can be very helpful. And, you know, healthcare providers. So whether you have a doctor you're close to or you Mm -hmm. can go to the free health clinic or the health department, they're all going to have great information. And their job is to give you information Mm -hmm. regardless of what your parents say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, regardless of what your parents say. That information is mm -hmm. your right to have. Sometimes I feel like, though, like I know, Yvonne, you've come in contact with this, is sometimes there are those people that you should be trusting that aren't giving you accurate information. And I don't know, I don't know if there's like signs or if I don't, if you need to always get second opinions or I don't really know how to deal with that because I know because there was multiple, I get multiple different, like for one topic, I'll get the internet's going to tell me one thing. My Mm -hmm. doc, I'll have two different doctors telling me two different things and I really don't know which one is necessarily as accurate. And then you have obviously popular majority like what people are saying oh it's like this it's like this because you know like oh i know because i've been there or something you know but even then like everybody's different you're right it's hard to um to know who's giving you correct information and sadly in america where we still don't have comprehensive sex education (laughs) everywhere um you're left to the Mm -hmm. sort of whims of the world Mm -hmm. and and so you know, finding a trusted adult is a key, but a difficult one and for many, many young people. Right. Um, and knowing which websites to go to. Like I said, Planned Parenthood is always a good fail-safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a place where you're going to get accurate information either mm-hmm. online or in person mm-hmm. because that's their mission. Right. Their mission is to provide, right. Right. you know, comprehensive um, family planning, birth mm-hmm. control, sexuality education mm-hmm. to everyone, not just girls, not just teens, but right. adults as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's sort of your good one-stop shopping. And right. is it safe to say mm-hmm. that if... I don't know if you feel like you're getting the correct information, then you probably are. Because I don't know, Yvonne, if you felt ever sketchy or like mm-hmm. that can't be the answer. You know, like if someone right. tells you something and you're like, mm-hmm. that can't be true. I feel like you should go with that and find your someone, guts. right? And right. find someone that's going to tell you something that's going to make you feel at ease, or if or tell you straight up if it's going to be a negative thing that you're going to hear, that they still let you know that there's options. Mm-hmm. Or right. you know, I feel like Even there's and wording your questions, yeah. Because like, sometimes like. 
you might ask like a doctor that is not trying to give you false information, but the way that they're you interpreting the question way. is mm-hmm. so they're giving you a completely different answer than what you're really looking for. Right. So it's not it's not solely on finding quote the right doctor. It's right. about yourself doing the work to make sure that you're articulating Aware. it correctly, mm-hmm. or maybe trying a different articulation. Right. Well, that's a lot of work. And I I'm just picturing myself as a young woman navigating this scene without the internet because mm-hmm. we did not have it back then, <laughs> and that I took many sources I didn't just rely on one like I wasn't just relying on my general practitioner because it's a practice and that person has their own opinion about it Mm -hmm. as does everyone Mm -hmm. so as you're navigating this land you know the landscape of learning about sex and sexuality don't just rely on one source like there's books Mm -hmm. there's the internet there's your doctor there's Planned Parenthood which is an organization that's meant just to educate like doctor was saying there's other organizations out there that do the same thing so Mm -hmm. I would really recommend canvassing and collecting as much information as you can until you're satisfied with the answer. Right. If you're not yeah. satisfied cool. with the answer, because even though it's it might not be what you want to hear, there's still a satisfaction in someone giving you the correct information mm-hmm. to be better about whatever mm-hmm. it is right. you're worried you're about. You're more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Rio makes a good point about your gut. Right. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes you feel you know, this is information. Sure, and you gave me a booklet, but I'm still having this problem or I'm still having this Mm -hmm. pain or this still doesn't feel right. Right. And then definitely... You need to go with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trust yourself. That's a good one. I feel like another thing too, even though it's not like educated you know responses but discussion with people that you trust like even if a, if you have a partner that you're you're mm-hmm. in a trusting relationship with just discussion or best friends that you have and you're all right with you know sharing with them this and that I feel like you get a lot of validation from yeah. discussion with your friends and trusted sure. people in your life that yeah. maybe prompt you to think of questions that you mm-hmm. might have for you know doctors or just validation for one thing or another because that's something that's really important to me too that we'll get into in a little bit but just making it less scary in right. any oh, yeah. way that sure. you can possible when you don't know it's it's really scary like when you just when it gets thrown at you mm-hmm. and whatever it might be rather if you're pregnant you have an std or something and you don't know what's going on and it's a lot worse than if you kind of at least you're aware of the situation yeah, and also silence is a oh, big oh, problem yeah. so ria was talking about talking to friends or talking to your partner mm-hmm. and lots of times um a teen or a young woman or anyone can have an issue and they keep it inside mm-hmm. because right. they feel shame about mm-hmm. it or because they feel embarrassed about it and that can be the most deadly because you you're, you don't open yourself up to any information we need to break that right. so really definitely yeah. talking right. about it is the first step to getting accurate information mm-hmm. awesome let's pick this up on the other side of the break but for now let's take a break you're listening to the Voice America Empowerment <laughs> Channel, and we are the Paper Hope Next Generation. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we got a wee beard. <laughs> Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, (laughs) Paper Hope Next Generation. I just (laughs) did what Yvonne does on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with Yvonne and Rio and our very special guest, Dr. Sharon Thompson of Central Phoenix OBGYN. (laughs) Woo, that was a mouthful. (laughs) And we were just in our last segment talking about health literacy and where you can get the information that you need with regard to some of the topics we're going to be talking about today, such as miscarriage, pregnancy, birth control, intercourse. And Dr. Thompson, we were just in the last breath talking about some shame attached to Mm -hmm. things and discussing like with your partners, Rio. I think you brought that up. And I really want to focus on that for a moment about the conversations we should Mm -hmm. be having with our partners before engaging in intercourse. Too often embarrassment and shame and notions of what's right and what you should be doing, what you ought to be doing, keep people from having conversations that they should have. And a really important conversation that everyone should have with a partner is before they become your sexual partner. So to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, safety, um, STDs, Mm -hmm. um, possibility of pregnancy and Mm -hmm. preventing that pleasure mm-hmm. what you like what i like how mm-hmm. this is going to be for the both of us i feel like that never gets talked and about in a relationship not in the too beginning too often don't get talked about exactly and people don't even think mm-hmm. that that's something important to talk about is 
wants from the other person, mm-hmm. whether it's, do you want a family? Is it going to be all right if we do get pregnant? And if we do, are you all right with this? Are you all right with that? Do you want to keep it? Do you not want to keep it? What you have to get some kind of like guideline yeah, yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, why, why would you want to make that decision after the fact, <laughs> you know, you like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a big life changing thing that could happen, whether it be an STD or a pregnancy or whatever it may be that involves with like sex and all that why wouldn't you want to figure that out before and and scramble to figure it out after the fact that does no sense it should be part of the joy of getting to know somebody Mm -hmm. this should be one of those conversations what's your favorite color what Mm -hmm. do you like in the bedroom i mean (laughs) i don't understand why it's so taboo like Mm -hmm. i think about you know my relationship with my husband and when we were courting dating Mm -hmm. we had a very long courtship and a very long engagement but we talked about miscarriage Mm -hmm. we talked about birth control Mm -hmm. we talked about things we like and don't like it was right. part of the fun and if, exactly. you're, if you're too scared or intimidated or whatever to talk about that with your partner then I feel like you shouldn't be intimate sexually anyways right. and right. not having those conversations definitely creates and, and maintains distance between right. two people yeah, right. when you haven't had those conversations right. but all so often they don't happen and mm-hmm. and we need to we need to you mm-hmm. know um it would be better for relationships and for health and for pregnancy prevention and family planning and etc if you know people were able to broach these conversations before they wind up in the stressful situation of an unplanned pregnancy or having mm-hmm. to reveal an STI. Mm-hmm. If you've already talked to your partner about, hey, listen, you know, viruses happen, bacteria happen, we might get one. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do if mm-hmm. we find mm-hmm. that we have something so much easier if the test comes back positive? Because mm-hmm. you've had the conversation. It doesn't make or break your relationship. Right. You already know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make or right. break your opinion about one another. Right. You've accepted that you're two human beings and you're engaging in an adult, a human, or a consensual activity. Yes. And there can be consequences mm-hmm. from it. You do your best to stay healthy and prevent those consequences. But if they happen, here's what we're planning to do. Mm-hmm. That's a much more healthy way to approach it than the blame and shame oh, and you shouldn't right. have and oh my oh. goodness. Well, that, that makes me think of something else that we talked about during planning that's so important is your articulation on how common these kinds of problems are are, the STDs and Mm -hmm. the fact that it's just a bacteria and I feel like hearing that from you really alleviates some of the possible shame that we would have Mm, and I feel like that should be shared definitely it just like why it doesn't everyone hear this in in our culture we have a way of talking about sexually transmitted infections as if one they're a special group of thing (laughs) and sure they are in, in that you get them from having sex but they're no different than a cold mm-hmm. or a virus or any other disease or condition that human beings get. Mm-hmm. And I think if we start thinking of them that way, um, it takes away some of that stigma and shame and we start being more open to the conversations. So yeah. we talk about colds all the time. We mm-hmm. talk about them around the water cooler. We talk about them openly in the office, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about chlamydia in the same way. Mm-hmm. It, it Voices become hushed. We whisper. You can't mm-hmm. tell anyone that it's happened to you. But it's a bacteria. It lives on human beings. And if you engage in certain kinds of activities, you can get it. Mm-hmm. Just like we know if you're coughing and sneezing and you <laughs> wipe your hand all over the keyboard, <laughs> someone coming after you mm-hmm. is going to get your cold. <laughs> Everyone acknowledges that. People do what they can to prevent it. Right. No one feels shame about it. 
but we feel shame about talking about preventing chlamydia yeah. if you're sexually active. Yeah. And we shouldn't feel that way. Again, I don't want to say shouldn't, mm-hmm. but it would be more healthy and helpful yes. yeah. not right. to have that view about it. Similarly, um, you know, I am in the position to tell people that they have STIs mm-hmm. frequently. And, you know, there's a lot of tears and crying and people feel so bad. They feel like it's a reflection of their personality mm-hmm. and their choices in their lives and it really isn't Mm -hmm. sexually active people are at risk for getting certain infections just like people who ride subways are at risk for getting certain infections people who live in major cities are Mm -hmm. at risk for getting college students are at risk for certain infections you have an exposure you can get it and it's not a matter of poor choices or being dirty or being slutty which is another right. thing mm-hmm. people worry about it's you're an adult and you're engaging in a behavior that has these risks smart adults are going to um try to prevent mm-hmm. getting right. infections that they don't want <laughs> that yeah, can have exactly. consequences but even smart adults make bad decisions sometimes and Absolutely. they can slip that's what i'm yeah. saying like what even even a couple that Absolutely. has only slept with each other after marriage can still have an std yeah. Like without knowing it, there's other ways you can get it. Like, Absolutely. I, it's not someone that has an STD isn't a slut because they slept with enough sure. people to have the odds to get an STD. That's no. not and what it is. Th- one person. One yeah. of the yeah. other things we should get rid of is the notion of slut, but we'll leave that yeah. for another oh, yeah. for another show. Yep. And and you're absolutely right that one, it only takes once. Mm-hmm. So I, a common practice in medicine is to ask the number of sexual partners someone has had, mm-hmm. and that's a practice that we need to drop because you only need one right. 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 to get anything. Right. Are you right? sexually active? Right. Yes. Exactly. Then you're that's a better question. Exactly. Right. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I think that part of it is, um, and the doctors, care providers don't think about it this way, but it's historical from when we judge people mm-hmm. on the number of partners that they yeah. had. Really, all you need is one partner to be exposed to Anything. any of the, right. the mm-hmm. sexually transmitted infections. But the second thing that, that I think, Yvonne, you raised is that um, there are different ways you can get sexually right. transmitted mm-hmm. infections. And one of them um, that we talk about more and more these days is HPV, human mm-hmm. papillomavirus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I bring that one up because while it is sexually transmitted, it's not like other sexually transmitted diseases in that it is so common mm-hmm. that if you are sexually active, you're going to get it. <laughs> so unlike gonorrhea and syphilis that we think only some people get... HPV, almost every sexually active adult is going to get it. So what is HPV? Because I feel like HPV is the virus that we've Mm -hmm. discovered causes cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. And it also can cause genital warts. So there are different types of this virus. Like many viruses, there are many different ones. Mm -hmm. HPV, there are many different ones. And some of them can cause genital warts. Some of them can cause a more serious disease, cervical Mm -hmm. cancer. Mm -hmm. And, And I bring that one up because you can get... HPV, human papillomavirus, without ever having intercourse. Yeah, because I feel like somebody suggested that I've had HPV because I was really sick or something, or I had like something on my skin. I don't know. I feel like somebody's brought it up as a possibility for me having, and I was like, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone's seen someone with a wart on their finger. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows warts. Not mysterious at all. And warts, warts on your finger are caused by types of HPV, human papillomavirus. That's that's what mm-hmm. I've had a skin disease where yeah. I had okay. had contagious warts, warts all over my body. It was from yeah. swimming. Huh. She got it in the yeah. water. And you can get those from skin to skin contact. Yeah. You can get them from. Right. I mean, there are very few STIs that you can get sexually transmitted infections that you can get from the toilet seat, but there are some. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you think about someone's dirty or someone's made bad decisions or someone's a slut. 
well, you can get something from, from touching. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? In a non-sexual way, right? We need to get away mm-hmm. from these, these shaming and these types of pejorative and derogatory comments about human behavior. Let's talk about behaviors and what we can do to, to minimize the effect of the judging and, and of it, something yeah. else yeah. that we should talk about briefly when we come back is even if you did have multiple sexual partners and got an STD, that still shouldn't Doesn't validate a, a, a stigma or a nope. name. You know, yeah, that's yeah. another thing. Even if, even if you have sex with a lot of people and Amen. you end up having an STD, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's we're gonna come back yeah. with the who cares. I think because that's my yeah. favorite one. We're all, bo- we're all boiling about it. All right. Well, for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen, and you're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Yay! I will get. for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet Radio Airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. 
Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with Leah Wade and Yvonne Hi. Allen and Hello. Dr. Sharon Thompson. <laughs> and we're talking about some things that really boil our blood in the last segment about the whole who cares about what other people are saying. And I have a hard time with the who cares because we should come up with something else. I know because, because we're, I do care, yeah. but I'm, I want us as a community to stop thinking in the terms of caring about other people's input or judgment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't like what I'm seeing like with regard to like young people judging each other Mm -hmm. about, you know, STDs or how many sexual partners you have or Or people being called a slut because they have or had had an STD or because they've slept with more than one person. And the fact that I, I will be 
like hanging out with friends and the topic will get brought up well they will ask how many partners you've had it's nobody's right. business it's you know it's just not to that judge it's who cares if it's not relevant you don't need that's i guess know. that's a thing it doesn't affect anyone so why are you asking i i want to encourage young women especially in your age bracket but all women in any age bracket if someone is asking you very pointedly how many sexual partners you have you look at them in the face and you say it's private it's none mm -hmm. of your business yeah. this conversation could be had with your partner potentially right but again that's still your private information you disclose it to whomever you choose right. and you don't have to give it to the world yeah mm -hmm. i think in, exactly. in the facebook twitter instagram era mm -hmm. there's a blurring of the lines of mm -hmm. what is private information and what is public information mm -hmm. and i think it's you know each of us can draw that line for ourselves but certainly everyone has a right to keep some information to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We talked and about that on a mm -hmm. show before, secrets versus yeah. private. There, you're allowed to have private information. Right. And absolutely everyone is. And so, you know, it's a matter of what what is important to do for yourself with someone else and what is not information relevant. that exactly not mm -hmm. relevant at all. Mm -hmm. So, is it important to talk to a partner before having sex about sexually transmitted diseases? Absolutely. Is it important to, you know, get tested if you think you've been exposed to a sexually transmitted infection? Sure. Should you get treatment? Absolutely. The number of sexual partners you've had? Mm -hmm. I'm not certain how yeah. that's relevant to anyone who's not. Right. A sexual you, partner right, of yours, right, exactly. and even for your sexual partners, that exactly. may not be the thing you lead right. with in your relationship. Right. Exactly. Right. At some point, you may get there, but mm -hmm. when does that become relevant? Right. Should be between the two. Right. Of you. If exactly. you if you figured out mm -hmm. the STD situation, then the number of partners I right. feel like has no effect. I think on absolutely. I definitely think it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Christopher and I have been married. I don't even know how many years. <laughs> it's over a decade, and I lost count. Mm. We've never had that conversation yeah. about how many right. partners each of us have. Yeah. We talk about experiences that the each other have mm -hmm. had and was that a good experience or a bad experience mm -hmm. right because but, it's helping you guys grow though it's it's right. for a purpose it's right. not to judge one another no there's no judgment but I don't even think there's room in the conversation for us to have about the yeah. number of partners. It's well, and again, a slippery it's, slope. Right. It's yeah. kind of like why would you want to know the answer if not to use it against me? Exactly. And in fact some people ask and don't want to know exactly the right. so, <laughs> so, so you have to ask. be careful what you ask it's for, a very sure. loaded right. question yeah. sure for sure but doctor you were also talking about some of the things that we should engage in with regard to conversation and that's consent mm -hmm. absolutely that's consent is thing. critically important so mm -hmm. um you know consenting adults can engage in lots of behaviors and some of which i might find shocking or mm -hmm. odd or strange or Mm -hmm. A whole number of adjectives. Mm -hmm. uh, however, consent is critical. And mm -hmm. if I'm not asked to engage in a behavior that I find mm -hmm. personally shocking or odd or whatever, the other people who consent to it are mm -hmm. fine right. to do mm -hmm. that. That's important And to I me. think we have so much, again, blurring these lines of what's private and what's public, and also our celebrity culture, right? We're always mm -hmm. looking at other people's lives right. and judging them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think that we sometimes cross a line in making judgments about what, other people do mm -hmm. and and again we miss the forest for the trees so what <laughs> is important and what other people do are they spreading sexually transmitted diseases knowingly or unknowingly mm -hmm. that's an important thing for people to think about are they being coercive mm -hmm. to someone oh, else yeah very important are they you know um putting their children in compromising positions mm -hmm. very important but what they do in the confines of their bedroom that mm -hmm. they both consent to 
again, as adults, we might ask yeah. questions that we don't want to know the answer to. Right. Maybe sometimes <laughs> right. we don't want to know. But that is important mm-hmm. to me because they're so, mm-hmm. especially young girls are so mean. And even boys too, oh, yeah. girls mm-hmm. and women, they will take what they find out or they'll try to put a negative connotation or spin to it. Like, oh, well, you did that. Well, you're a slut. I can't believe that you would no, do you're something not. so disgusting. You're not. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I did that with my boyfriend and we both agreed. Why is it anyone's business? Nobody's and, business. But why is there even like negativity spun to it? I don't it's, understand well, why. Because right, I'm sure yeah. someone else does something uh, that you uh, weren't our, necessarily. Our, our, our culture is still very sex negative. And that's not true around the world. No. Europe right. certainly is miles ahead of us right. in terms of sex positivity, especially as it come, uh, relates to young people. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. we have this fear in this country that talking about sex means people mm-hmm. will be doing it. Right. Or that giving information means that mm-hmm. everyone will run out and do that thing. Mm-hmm. When in fact, the data and other countries have shown us that, that the exact right. opposite and is I, true. I can advocate And that. so, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, we have, a, in America, we have a long way to go in terms of being sex positive. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so to date, we're still reaping the results of being a sex negative culture mm-hmm. and, you know, young people not using condoms or mm-hmm. not using birth control or people not feeling comfortable enough to talk about the STIs that they may have. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I listen to podcasts a lot and one of them, the host was saying um, the, the most dangerous person is a person who is too scared to go get tested mm-hmm. or who knows that they're positive and too ashamed to tell you. Right. The person who goes and gets tested or who tells you they're positive, now you have information. You can protect yourself right. against that versus the one who is so mired in embarrassment or shame that they can't acknowledge mm-hmm. what's going on. So sometimes we endanger our health, our, our health by being so... Um, judgmental mm-hmm. and shaming people and making yep. them feel badly about their sexual choices. Sexuality is a normal part of human behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We may not like it, but it is. <laughs> and so what we are faced with as, you know, uh, evolving human beings is to now, how do we handle that? Mm-hmm. How do we deal with it? How do we keep our lives healthy mm-hmm. and, and respect one another, given yeah. that that is true? You said something earlier about, like during break, about shaming people that engage in sexual activity either more than the person that's judging them or with more partners, that it's not a bad thing to enjoy sexual activity. Mm. No. And you were talking about relating it to food, and I really liked that. That was like, that makes analogy. so much sense. Yeah, I think none of us argue that we need to eat to live, mm-hmm. but that most of our eating is not about needing to live. Right. We eat for pleasure. Right. And there's magazines and websites <laughs> and books and cultures, and, mm-hmm. and there are words in the language for people who enjoy eating Mm -hmm. just for enjoyment no shame we all acknowledge it but sex Mm-hmm. No, we Why have to pretend so that it's just about making babies when most of us engage in sex most of the time just for pleasure. Because we like it. Because yeah. we right. like it. And and somehow that's not okay. I, and yeah. I don't agree. I think it's fine. I just think I, do. <laughs> I think if you strip it down to that mm-hmm. that fact alone, then it kind of becomes a little bit less scary and a little bit less negative. If you right. if you mm-hmm. just think about it simply and you take judgment out of other people's lives. Why are you judging mm-hmm. what they do? Worry about your own self and your own likes and dislikes and your own health and safety and then every I don't understand like I just blows my mind I have no words for people that just are so judgmental and I think Rhea you're raising a good point about you know judgment I think people have values that are deeply held to them whether Mm -hmm. they're religious values Mm -hmm. spiritual values values from their parents growing up 
And applying those to your own life is important yes. and you have every right to do mm -hmm. so and live according to the values that you grew up with or that you learned or adopted. Um, it gets difficult though when we want to project our values yes. onto someone right. else. Everybody yep. is because different. Everybody is different and they're different religions, they're mm -hmm. different cultural groups, they're different countries, they're different you know, historical backgrounds. And to think that I can put my values on someone else is where we start getting mm -hmm. into trouble. And if it's not right. harming anyone, what what are we trying to prove? Right. It, just, you know? it mm -hmm. sucks when people go out of their way to like judge you and they wouldn't want you judging them for what their beliefs are. You know? yeah. so Absolutely. What does it matter we that all have you a don't right have to, to go up into someone else's business to like... Yes. Just no. push your values on them. Yes. Everybody's different. Everyone's there's different religions. There's different jobs. There's different sexual activities. That it doesn't matter mm -hmm. what other people are doing. Just worry about yourself and who you're with. You feel and like and be true to your own values, yes. right. your own right. principles. Right. Don't be afraid to admit what you like or what you don't like or what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. That's another key part. Is right. people are so afraid to admit to being who they are sexually or otherwise. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, you need to be true to who you are. Like we exactly. will come back. I want to talk a little bit about body image and how this kind mm -hmm. of pertains to that. But like one person may like something and the other one may not. And that's, it just all depends on your own personal look on things. I have one last thing though to add before we leave the topic of consent. And I want to make sure that people understand that consent is something that happens each time you engage. Mm -hmm. Oh it's yeah. It's not Absolutely. just a blanket consent and then your partner has forever. their way forever. And this goes for marriages too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And relationships. So mm -hmm. women, men, it, both sides of the coin, mm -hmm. it's consent every time. Well, and, and, yeah. it, and consent relates to respect and care. Yeah. If you respect and care for someone, you have conversations mm -hmm. and you talk to them about what we're doing and what we're engaging in together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not a unilateral, right. I'm going to do this to you today. <laughs> right. Unless you've consented to that beforehand. Right. Then it's okay. Yeah. So Perfect. it's respect and care. Mm -hmm. Perfect. All right, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice of America Empowerment Channel. America.tv from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter, Poos. Hi. And the amazing Dr. Sharon Thompson. (laughs) 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 And we're talking about so many things, and we have so many more things to talk about, but I think we've agreed that we're going to limit ourselves to body image and attraction in this Mm. segment. Mm. Good Mm. one. My Mm. favorite one. Good one. Actually. It's this one's super important. I think because I think in our culture, there's a lot of um, women try to measure up to a certain expectation that society has put on us. Or we think that we have to like partners based on Mm -hmm. a certain look or a certain something. But Rio, I think in planning, you shared with us something so curious. You you said what? Well, we were talking about, likes and dislikes and how well I was saying like you don't judge everyone's appearance on one face mm-hmm. and I think right. doctor said that you know you find many people beautiful sure. and I was talking about I was like well I think hair a body hair is really attractive and I get a lot of like weird responses people are all like ew that's disgusting why would you like that blah 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 like don't you make him shave this and that I'm like you don't understand how attractive I think that is <laughs> on a man and it's just other people don't right. but I'm not afraid I'm not going to pretend like I like something different than I like exactly. just because the majority of people said something else you know right. that's just the way it is I think I think one thing's pretty that somebody else might not be you think swore cactuses are like the I most beautiful them. thing on the planet I oh. think they're not even cool <laughs> <laughs> if I could hug one and not die yeah. I would yeah but why are we uh, not afraid to admit that but we're afraid to admit what we like and what dislike sexually Body hair. when I was growing up my mother had a saying there's a cover for every pot <laughs> right <laughs> and, and basically it was you know a very simple way of, of articulating this idea that there are many, 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 many variations on people, mm-hmm. what, who we are, what we prefer, mm-hmm. what we look like. Mm-hmm. And for every person who's out there, there's someone who likes that. Mm-hmm. It's so that, awesome right? when you think of it in that term. When you think of it that way, it's very reassuring because we can all get down on ourselves and say, oh, my this is too big and my that is too small. And why yes. does my this stick out mm-hmm. this far and not that yeah. far, etc." And there's so many different variations on human beings Mm -hmm. and one day it just occurred to me how many different faces Mm -hmm. I find beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful like Mm -hmm. I could stare at this face every day and Mm -hmm. there are thousands of them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and and then I think of myself and I think well I have to be in a certain 
very narrow window. And that's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no. when I look out at the world, there are thousands literally of mm-hmm. people that I find beautiful. So now why am I holding myself right. to this very narrow standard? Mm-hmm. And we make that mistake all the time. I think all of us do it. It's mm-hmm. very common. We all fall into it. But we do it with with like genitals, I feel like is a big oh, yeah. thing. Oh, oh my goodness, yes. Even with absolutely. boys, I am coming into this too, that like yeah. men and, yes. and young boys They're are not so concerned with, yes. with either function or looks. Like, I, yep. oh my goodness. Men Think don't of, talk about this right. as much because as a society, we don't allow them, right? We raise boys not yeah. to talk about things right. and we don't raise them to have a group of friends that they talk right. about, but they worry about body oh, image. so much. Uh, you know, women might have a little bit more in terms of the magazines and the high heels, right. etc. but they have a fair amount of worry about body image as well and, mm-hmm. and it can be just as harmful and, and damaging. It's debilitating, To I men as like. it can to women, yeah, sure. Think about when you're watching it at a typical teen comedy movie, mm-hmm. you know, how, how many don't have something about a man and his, his body parts? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I know, but they're always like, Oh, well he's bigger, blah, blah, exactly. blah. And it's just like, why is it's, that good? It's not okay. Because then yeah. I don't know if this is getting like too raunchy, but like if I had somebody that was bigger than my boyfriend now, I wouldn't want it. No, oh ah. my God. I say that every <laughs> That's single a day. Great point, it is so true. Like I, I don't, like, I don't want, Big. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't know if that's a weird I don't know thing, if I but... have like my own size and my own woman bodily parts, but like I <laughs> wouldn't do. want something like they're, they're stabbing very, me in the throat. Like, they're very <laughs> common. I'm sorry, that probably sounded really bad. I did not. Like, that was I meant, probably like, raunchy. Probably like stabbing me in the belly button. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not stabbing anyone. I was trying like, to avoid the raunch, but I guess that's a that right. was so we awkward. I didn't mean it like that at all. There's some common cultural myths, and and one is that bigger is better. Yeah, that's a very common cultural myth, and and it is not. Mm-hmm. And and not all men are big. There's a variation in size for men. And Yvonne, you're right. There's a variation in size for women, too. Exactly. So it's about the fit. Right. It's about fit. Yes. Love that. And so, much. so, again, the cover's in the pots. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I and think- there's a cover for every pot. And so if a woman and a man fit together well... They will have a great time. If they don't, it can be problematic. And yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes you fall in love with someone who you don't fit together mm-hmm. well, and and you have to do some some mm-hmm. gymnastics adjustment, yeah, adjust for that. Mm-hmm. And that's okay in the context of your relationship. But mm-hmm. there is definitely a fit. Right. It's this. It's a discussion I've had with my partner a lot of times. He's always mm-hmm. like, "Oh man, if I could just do this and this and this." I was like, "If you did, I wouldn't want you." So I don't but, know if you love me as much as you say you do, and I love you just as much back. Why are you still concerned with fitting into a mold? Mm-hmm. You know, sure. And as for like the the formation like for example like a woman's body parts you see in the doctor's office that perfect little like plastic piece uh, or like the yes. diagrams or, yeah or, or like porn well, you might see in pornography and it's like all mm-hmm. like perfectly yeah. put Tucked together in. In. what kind of like, animal yeah are you? i talked <laughs> earlier about the fact that we all have the internet in our pockets mm-hmm. and one of the consequences of that is that porn is available to everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And parents out there, your child is seeing porn, so talk to mm-hmm. them about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. very true. Definitely. And and one of the, the downsides of that is that porn is, is sex TV. Mm-hmm. Right. And we can't forget the TV, TV. part. TV. It's produced. The images are cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, made to look a certain way, so there are different genres of mm-hmm. porn. And so you cannot judge your body by what you see on porn. Mm-hmm. No more mm-hmm. than you can judge your body size based on all the actors you see on TV. Well, and how it's many so actresses have plastic surgery? Absolutely. Exactly. That, that happens porn actresses in porn. as well. Yes, yes. yes. People absolutely. Don't realize and not that. just that their breasts. Natural. No, that's not what I'm just saying. their breasts, yes. but their genitalia. That's what I'm saying. Genitalia yeah. as well, it's, yes. So you absolutely, my message 
message out there. If you're out there, you're listening. Do not judge your body based on anything you see on a screen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. People are various and varied, and bodies have different sizes and shapes. And one side may not be the same size as the other side, mm-hmm. and something may poke out here and not poke out there. Mm-hmm. What you want to think about in terms of your body is: Does it work? Right. Oh, I love. Does that. my body do what mm-hmm. I need it to do? Mm-hmm. It, am I having pain? Mm-hmm. Do right. I have a irritation or itch or a discharge mm-hmm. or and and if those things are going on like real mentioned earlier listening to your gut if your body's not feeling right mm-hmm. investigate it if right. your body's feeling great who it's cares a great what it body looks like yeah right and that could be a body in a wheelchair that could be a body with braces that could be a body on crutches that could be a body with long labia that could be a body with small breasts mm-hmm. if your body feels great and it's doing what you need it to do it's a great body mm-hmm. i love that a lot that is so important for people to hear because again what i say about if you have friends that you can trust and this comes up in discussion and you're comfortable with it i feel like it's a great thing to be validated because mm-hmm. sure. i'm very open with my friends and my friends are very open mm-hmm. with me we have discussions about this all the time like oh my god that is not real that porn star does not look like that what does yours look like i don't know what does yours look like i know it sounds very juvenile and very strange right. but it has helped me so much and with yvonne even exactly. our discussion right now her and i talk about stuff all the time and you sure. get this kind of like relief mm-hmm. like validation like, oh, normal. and even like, talk to your doctor about it if you have a question if you don't have friends that you trust with and that kind of information a great benefit of having the kind of conversations you're talking about rio is that Sometimes you realize what's not normal because we have so little information for young people about about? periods and about bodies and what should feel good and what should hurt. People can live with things that are not normal for a long time because they don't realize that it's not normal. Mm -hmm. And so there are lots of young people out there having sex that's painful Yeah, Mm because no one ever told them sex should feel good. Could you imagine if I never got that surgery and I tried to just muscle muscle through it? Absolutely. I would have been scarred for life. I would have have been traumatized. So So sometimes those conversations with friends, and you may feel embarrassed to speak up, but at least now you know. Mm -hmm. When your friends start talking about, oh my God, I had sex and it was so great and you're like wait a minute I've never had sex that feels great yeah. now you know you should go ask someone right mm-hmm. or your friends are talking you know you you're thinking oh my god I've been itching for months they don't itch yeah let me go talk right. to my right. doctor <laughs> right. yeah, I'm so down for those kinds of conversations because so, to me it's not awkward right. you've come you've come to a point where you accept that there are differences and mm-hmm. you are your own person and if you like what you like that's it then you can start to you know discover things and and then you find out what's wrong and what's right in your own self and not sure. based on other people exactly. we have like less than a minute left so oh my I gosh feel, well <laughs> i, I definitely like we should we should wrap it up well first thing <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> you should always wrap, wrap it up, it up. <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> we didn't really talk about that which i'm sure we'll have a part two because we have right, way too much to talk about but keep stay tuned in the next couple of months <laughs> for part two well first and foremost before we go out i want to thank dr thompson for being here today oh, thanks for having so me. amazing <laughs> you're such an fun. amazing wow. resource yeah. and I don't know. My heart just grew like 10 sizes today. So Mr. Grinch. <laughs> but Dr. Thompson is having in her office um, two seminars that are coming up. One is June 25th on hormones and heart health. A Wednesday. It's a Wednesday mm-hmm. evening. Um, and then on July 23rd on reproduction. Mm-hmm. I think both of these health. are super, super sure. important. And she's, we'll have all the information on our Facebook um, but Central Phoenix OBGYN, it's here in Phoenix. Are you guys going to be doing any kind of webbing, casting, 
stuff. Pro- probably. By the way, Dr. Thompson is my boss. <laughs> and I will be organizing these events. Yeah. So, so Leo's in charge of all So, yes, we will be having. I actually have like a conference do one call number or something. Too, so, so I can watch it even though I'm in school. It'll yeah. either be videotaped or it will be mic'd, I feel like. so Or conference called or something. We're going to come up with something. Documented so, somehow. So our global okay. audience can get a hold of this good information. So, again, thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you so for having so me. So Yay. much fun. Oh, wait, wait. Let's like, let's give Yvonne the card so she can mess it up. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for listening. You've been listening to the Pay for Hope Next Generation. My name's Yvonne. We have Rio and Tamra and the amazing Dr. Thompson. And this produced this show is produced by Kidstar from the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Whoops. We're That's not, right. Right? Yep. Right? Empowerment <laughs> channel. Yep. All right, have a great week, guys. I'm done. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now.